0: Yamayama! Hello everybody! Welcome back to episode two of Rather Be Crazy Than Dumb. My name is Rani Green, also known as I Am The Glitch, and I just wanted to say a big thank you to everybody that gave me some love on the release of my podcast whether you watched it, whether you sent me a message about it, whether you liked or comment, subscribed, shared, gave me a rating, whatever it is, from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you so much because that really helps me, but also it also reassures me that I'm I'm on the right track with this and that my messages and my experiences and what I have to say actually needs to be heard because there's so many of you that resonated with what I said. So really appreciate it guys and just appreciate all the love in the future as well so today's episode is called experiencing and learning plus solitude and embodying and i want to begin with a little story first and and this podcast is actually sort of like a follow-on from episode one as well it's sort of like I spoke a lot about solitude and embodying and integrating and all that sort of stuff so this is sort of like it really coincides with that first one so I want to start with the story and um a few years ago I was seeing this guy and I was crazy about him I just thought he was the bee's knees and He had just gone through a really, really, really big spiritual awakening. Like a really full-on, like hit him hard. And he came from quite a toxic masculinity background. He was a professional sports player. So, you know, I I hate when people say toxic masculinity, all that bullshit, but this was actually the, the true toxic masculinity. So He'd come from this really toxic background, was just having his complete, his, his total reality shattered. Everything that he knew was just being absolutely shattered and he was just stepping into this whole new reality. And what I really liked about him was that he was so willing to learn and to listen and for these experiences and really invited like conversations and was always reading and just He just wanted... He was just really devoted to his path. He was really just jumping in and just going for it. Which is so beautiful to watch. It's really beautiful to watch a man do that. And I have a lot of respect for him for doing that because... Yeah, he was just really on his path and he didn't really have many people in his vortex that were like me or, you know, many spiritual people. So he was just really going for it with what he had. And... He used to speak a lot about solitude. Solitude, solitude, solitude. And it was really like, it really pissed me off. It really actually sort of triggered me because I really liked this guy and he would talk about solitude and post quotes about solitude and yada yada. I was like, oh my god, shut up about solitude. Because solitude meant not me. Solitude meant being alone and there was no room for me in in solitude that's why it's solitude right so it would really annoy me because first of all I knew that that meant him being by himself second of all I thought it was kind of silly because I was like well you talk about solitude so much but when you're in a relationship and when you have friendships and when you're going out into the world and you're learning things and you're experiencing that's when you're learning. Like, that's when you when you have all this stuff happen. Like, you know, you go out into the world and life happens. And you observe and you, you watch people and you invite conversations and, you know, like, you go out and, and shit happens. So I couldn't really understand the whole solitude thing. I thought it was BS. And it wasn't until really quite recent that I reflected on his journey and was like, Oh my God, it makes so much sense. I get it because like I was talking about in the last episode, like solitude really gives you that time and space to fully process, embody and integrate the teachings. So I felt like him being in solitude, he was missing out on experiences and learning. But I was actually missing out on the solitude and the embodying because I usually process things really, really quickly, not all the time, but, but I have the ability and it's something that I've had to work on to really be my own therapist and to really like really figure out what's going on and process it and yeah, integrate it into my life. But yeah, not a lot of people can do that. And it's, it's a skill. And there's some people that are absolutely amazing at learning and experience and integrating. But for many of us, it's, that's not the case. So now that I have actually deliberately given myself the time and the space in solitude to embody, integrate and process those experiences and learning, I get why he wanted that solitude. I get why he chose that path and that was the path that he did choose and you know obviously if you really want to be with someone and you love them like you will choose them but he but it didn't work out and he went on his path of solitude and I absolutely respect that and it makes so much sense to me now but it hurt my ego you know because I just wanted to be loved and I was just like you don't need to be alone like I'll I'll teach you everything like you know being in a relationship you learn so much and you, you can really you uncover so much about yourself that you didn't think was there like you think you're healed like are you you know when you get in a relationship like it brings up so much stuff that you're like whoa I have no idea that was even there like because you don't get to shine those parts shine light on those parts when you're single because it's just you so I get it I totally get it because he was going out experiencing learning and it was a whole new world And then he needed to just sit by himself in solitude and actually fucking process it. Because that's a lot of stuff to process. And when you think about just as a human being, how much we are absorbing every day, the information is just, the amount of information is just insane, guys. Like, I can't remember the numbers, but it was like, Fifty or a hundred years ago, what people would experience and what what would come into their vortex like in one lifetime is equivalent to what we get in one day. That's how much. And it's all getting stored in the unconscious mind as well. So it's like it's all there. It's all there somewhere. So it's like it's just insane amount of information and but not even like words, you know, like body language, eye contact, energy, noises, touches. Everything, the whole shebang. And there's a lot of like stimulation, you know, of social media and all these other things as well. So it's so much information. So that's why I just want to really fucking preach the importance of experiencing and learning. Go out into the world. Go out into the world. Go out and you know what? And this is coming from me (laughs) go out into the world and keep your mouth shut just watch and listen and take it all in and I feel like a lot of most of us pretty much pretty much everyone not everyone but pretty much everyone listens to respond uh, don't listen to respond listen to actually just listen you don't even always have to have a response to people you know you don't you don't always have to be like yeah I get it and that time that I did this like sometimes you can just be like yeah wow, that's really cool you can actually just listen you don't have to talk so I urge everybody here if you are in too much solitude go out into the world Go out and experience and learn. Go and do a three-day meditation. Go and do a breath work. Go to the organic shop where your people would be. Smile at a stranger down the street. Just observe everybody's body language, the tone of their voice, their eye contact, their energy, just what energy are they projecting? Watch how people walk, how they talk. Take Take it all in. Go and learn and then come back in that solitude and actually process it, actually integrate it, actually embody it. And I want to talk about either you or someone you know probably does this or someone that you know of does this. I see people go from plant medicine to plant medicine to plant medicine and I'm like dude you literally just freaking did a plant medicine ceremony last week like why the hell are you doing another one and they're like oh you know I am like learning all these things and whatever and like it's true you're learning it but fucking hell Give yourself some goddamn time to actually process what just happened because there's no point just experiencing and experiencing and experiencing and learning and learning and learning, but not actually embodying it, not actually properly, fully integrating that. And people do it with coaches and healers. They go from coach to healer, to therapist, to program, to course, to this, to that, to that. And I've got to say, like, good on them for wanting to better themselves. Good on them for going out there and learning. But it can be a self-sabotaging behavior. Now just think about it. It looks all well and good from the outside perspective. Wow, so and so is so amazing. They're always doing these things. But People use doing these things as a way of stopping themselves from actually standing in their power and stepping into their purpose and doing the fucking thing that they want to do. It's like they're blocking themselves because they're like, I'm not ready. I'm just going to do this and oh, I'm going to do that. And that's amazing. Just stop. If this is you, just stop. Just stop the plant ceremonies. Stop going to other people for all these external things. Process what you've actually just fucking done. Like sit with yourself in silence for a day. Go away for a couple of days. Like process it. Actually process it because you're not helping yourself. You're actually hindering yourself. And you're probably just wasting your money. Because if you're going from thing to thing to thing and you're not giving yourself the time, it's it's not really doing much. Because yet yeah, it's in the unconscious mind somewhere but you're not making that pathway stronger. You're not really growing that pathway, making it stronger, allowing your brain to use that as like a dominant pathway. And I'm honestly guilty of it. I've done that a lot in the past and it's something that I'm like, no, 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 no. And I haven't done like loads of different things. Do you know what I mean? I haven't done like self-development course after this, after this, after this. Like I, I haven't done that, but often when I'm learning things I don't really give myself the time to like really learn it and really step into it and so I've had to pick myself up on that so when I actually did study hypno I was like no we are we're not just studying this to get a certificate there's no point in just getting a certificate like I actually want to be really good at this so I'm gonna fully use this to my advantage I'm gonna I'm gonna stu- I've pre studied before the course even started I'd already read both of the books because I wanted to know what was happening and then even now I still continue to look back over my books I still continue to do more work I still continue to check in with my teacher but when I was doing the course I was like oh I'm gonna go do a breath work course I don't know you know with hypno or whatever and it's like I was like no 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 we've been waiting a long time to do this and this is actually what you want to do do not self-sabotage and try and do something else just focus on this so please guys if You are self-sabotaging yourself. If you are wanting to step into your purpose, if you are wanting to step into doing the thing that you are called to do, that you are put on earth to do, that you signed up for, and you are going from coach to coach to program to program to healer to healer, just stop. Just stop. Do the damn thing. Do the damn freaking thing. And if you feel like you have unconscious patterns that you do not know what they are and you cannot overcome them, please send me a message because this is what I actually do. I actually can clear those unconscious blocks and help you step into what you're, what you're wanting to do, but stop the self-sabotaging behavior break that pattern, go and embody everything that you've learned. And even the same as like reading a book, or listening to a podcast, or scrolling on Instagram and you find something that's really amazing, or like a YouTube video or a documentary or something like that, you know? where there's so much information coming at us like constantly. And it's just so constant and we just sort of brush it off. But like, if you have a phone call with someone and you were, it's quite an interesting call or whatever, or, or whatever, like reflect, just sit by yourself and just like, put your feet on the ground. Connect back to Mother Earth, whatever this place is. And just like sit with yourself and be like, what did I learn from that? What did I take? What what sits right? What doesn't sit right with me? And what are my triggers? Because triggers are a beautiful thing. They are a very, very, very beautiful thing. I love triggering people. And sometimes I love being triggered. <laughs> because it's shining the light on the dark. It really is. It's like when you get triggered, you gotta ask yourself, like, and and this is the thing, right? Triggers is like, in my terms, it's sort of like experiencing and learning. And then it's going into solitude and embodying. Solitude Just like, even just five minutes, you know what I mean? Even just like in the shower, self-reflecting on like, a situation that you got worked up over and you're like, what? What was that about? Because, we, if you're getting triggered by something, by someone or something, whether that's, you know, even especially family, like I saw this quote and it was like, oh, you think you're healed? Go and spend a weekend with your family. (laughs) And it is so true. It's so true. You can do all the healing in the world and then you go and spend time with your family and you're just like, fuck, I am fucking unhealed i am raging and healing is a never-ending thing you know it's never ending like your soul's existence is just constantly learning and evolving and healing so it's not no one's healed no one's like healed like if you if you say i've done all my healing fucking hell you need to heal (laughs) like no one is healed it's it's not about like constantly being like, I need to heal. I need to heal. It's about being like present and happy with where you're at and knowing that you're on the right track. It's about healing. But like I said, once again, solitude, embodying, integrating, processing, just stepping into that. Like what is like allowing yourself, you know, to just learn from it. So no one is like healed. No one's healed. Everyone has a bunch of shit to deal with. And it goes beyond this, this human experience it's eternal it is eternal so when you get triggered by something guys i urge you i fucking dare you to dig deeper dig that a little bit deeper sit with yourself and be like okay what is this about have, have a good talking to yourself what the fuck is this actually about Is it actually about this? Or is it actually because of this? Like, trace it back. Like, I had something that triggered me the other day. Trigger is such a funny word. Like, I feel like it gets thrown around so much. But I had something that triggered me the other day. and, And I did not react how I would have liked to have reacted. And I hold myself to a very, 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 very... High standard and I have a lot of fucking self-awareness like I can process shit pretty quickly and I handled this not how I would have liked to when it came to my family and it was about hot chips <laughs> I'm gonna be honest it was about hot chips and I was so upset that I couldn't get any hot chips because everyone had eaten the hot chips and no one had left me any to their defense I'm always on some weird diet. I'm always like a vegan, a vego, keto, carnivore, only eating one food. Like I'm always on some weird thing. So my family, like you can't buy food for me because it's always gonna be wrong. I'm like the hardest person to buy for because I'm always on some weird thing. Cause I have a lot of gut issues. So I'm always like trying to figure out the thing that's gonna be the best for me. So I got upset because no one left me any chips. And I was, you know, when you get in your head, you're going to eat some food and you're like, oh, yum. I'm going to like, that's so tasty. And you're just like thinking about it. And then you don't get the tasty treat. And you're like, fucking hell. Like your life just is, it's just shatters. (laughs) You're just like, fuck. I was really looking forward to those chips. So I was devo. I was so devo that no one saved me any chips. I was like, and I had a little bit of a tanty. And I was in the shower and I was just like fucking no one cares about me, you know and I was like hang on a minute, hang on, hang on. Is it really about the hot chips? Is it? No, no it's not about the hot chips. First of all you're hangry so you're just being a hangry bitch and you're tired and you've been on the computer all day so you just can't even think properly so that's number one. Number two, 15 years ago when I was a teenager and i was living at home i went vegan and that was back in the day there was no vegans around like no one was a fucking vegan then there was no vegan food and um, my mum would never cook for me she didn't really buy me food like i was just sort of left to fend for myself and that to me made me feel unloved and that to, as a teenager me with no coping skills and you know very minimal stuff was like, it it just felt like no one... My mum doesn't love me. My mum doesn't care about me. Like, I'm just whatever. Everyone always forgets about me. Because, like, when we go to family reunions or whatever, like, they're never... Like, she would never really look after me with food. Like, it was just up to me. Which is, like, sort of fair enough. Because I was a teenager and, like... I, I was capable. But but you know what I mean? Like, when you're a teenager or a kid or whatever. And you just... Yeah, it just made me feel unloved. So... Here I am back in my family house where I grew up and was a teenager and where I went vegan and I'm having the same thing again I'm triggered because there's no because no one left me any food or no one thought of me no one loves me around the whole food situation again and I was and I realized that pretty quickly in the shower I was like oh this is what it is when I was a teenager my mum didn't buy me food and she's always forgot about me and that's what it feels like now. And I'm back in the same house, in the same shower, doing the same, do you know what I mean? I was like, it's literally just like rewind 15 years. So I was like, okay, I get it. It's not about the chips. I'm tired. I'm hangry. I've been on the computer all day. I was really looking forward to just having some chips with my family. And then I felt like they forgot about me, but it triggered my Issues from when I was a 15 year old that are like playing out sort of in this reality, but that's not the reality. That wasn't the reality The reality and as adults, I'm sure you can probably reflect back on a time in your life where you were a kid or a teenager or whatever and it, you you took something the wrong way you took it the wrong way and the reality is that my mum as a teenager and as now she doesn't not care about me she doesn't not love me she doesn't forget about me truth is i'm just a fucking pain in the ass to cook for and fair enough because she has her own goddamn life she has a job she has other people to look after she has herself to look after animals the house you know she my me eating is not her number 1 priority So now that I can look back on it as an adult and be like, that's not the story. I get to actually rewrite the story and I get to like heal that part of me. And now my unconscious mind is not looking to play that out as my reality, because that's what was happening is my unconscious mind. That was the programming. It was playing that reality out because that's what the unconscious mind does. It looks for ways to prove itself right. So that's why if you say i'm abundant i'm fucking abundant i'm abundant i'm abundant and all that sort of stuff like when you're clearing blockages and like bringing in those statements and whatever your unconscious mind is actually looking for like things to prove it right to be like yes i am abundant and you're like emitting that frequency and creating your reality so i'm really glad that that happened that that trigger happened because i, I know it sounds so silly it's just a handful of chips who fucking cares I'm an adult, I can go drive down the street, walk down the street, or even get some chips delivered if it's that much of a big deal. But the funny thing is, my mum actually, when I was having a shower, she actually went and got me some potato scallops, so. And I felt so guilty. You know when you do, when you react how you don't want to react, and then you're like, fuck, I'm an idiot, I shouldn't have reacted like that. And then the other person does something really nice, and you're like, fuck, I feel so guilty. I felt so guilty because i was like no i did the wrong thing you shouldn't have had to you know but but it was nice that she went and did that because as silly as this all sounds that yeah really did actually heal that programming that was in me for 15 years how nice is that if you can hear weird noises i've got possums in the roof and they're like running around like crazy because it's getting dark here so i urge you with your triggers to just dig a little bit deeper because like I say guys you can always take the red pill or you can take the blue pill the choice is always yours when a trigger comes up do you want to use that to evolve and grow and dig deeper into yourself and actually like heal that pathway or do you just want to react and blue pill it and just blame everyone else and be the victim like the choice is always fucking yours and you might not react how you want at that point in time but at least go back and reflect on it for five minutes, for a couple of minutes, whatever. Put your feet on the ground, have a shower, have a cold shower, wake yourself up, journal, whatever. Like shake yourself out of it and try to look at it from a different perspective and reflect on how would you do things better and why did you why did you react how you reacted. So that coincides with what I'm saying about going out into the world, learning, experiencing, and then having that solitude and embodiment because that is really what I believe is like the key to like really transcending, to like really, really stepping into self-development. You need the both. You can't really like, you can't really do much without the both of them, you know? One of them's like too much overload and the other one's like not enough. So sometimes like, you know, if you're in a relationship or you have kids or whatever, you probably don't have as much time and space to really if you're working and you've got kids and you've got a mortgage and you've got a partner and whatever if you don't have the time and the space to process what is going on in your life please make time for yourself please make time because you deserve it and you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your partner and you owe it to your kids and you owe it to the people around you to have that time and space to process to actually be a better person and to know yourself better because at the end of the day even if you're married even if you have kids even if you're always surrounded by people doesn't matter who is with you and what your situation is at the end of the day it's just you yourself and you (laughs) it's just you it's just you in that head it's just you on this journey This is your journey and people will come for a little bit and people sometimes might stay for the whole ride of being here on earth school but it's just you and you have to take care of yourself don't ignore the triggers don't ignore the solitude i know it can be really scary sometimes to sit and have that time by yourself and i get why people drink i get why people drink alcohol, drink coffee, why they scroll, why they watch Netflix, why they go out and party, why they have casual sex, why they're always in relationships that aren't like fulfilling and they're just like one after another. Like I get why people are constantly distracting themselves because it can be really fucking challenging to sit by yourself in the solitude. But that is where the magic happens. Guys, that is where the magic happens. So go camping for a night, go book an Airbnb, go for a walk, go and do something by yourself. And if your partner doesn't understand that you need a little bit of time and space just to process what is going on in your life, fucking get rid of your partner. Because <laughs> that's not, where, not what we're about around here. No, 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 no. But you should be in a relationship that's healthy enough to actually be two separate people and to actually go and have your your time and that person him or her or whatever go and have their time as well because ultimately if you're in a relationship you want to make yourselves you want to help your partner be the best version of themselves and vice versa you should honestly make a fucking commitment to each other and i was just speaking to my friend about this before about because she at the beginning of her relationship she made a they made a commitment to each other to push each other or something like that to be the best versions of themselves And that is fucking important so if you don't have that with your partner or you don't even have that with your friends you should really really start that conversation and if they're not happy with it is that someone that you really want to be with or share your energy with whether it's friends or relationship or whatever like really think about that because you should be with people that are going to make you a better person you should be with people who add value onto your life, who are going to call you out on shit, who are going to be like, hey, you know, I think you should think about this or look at this a bit different or be open with you. Like be with people that can understand that you sometimes need to go and do things by yourself. That's totally fine, you know? So guys, experience and learn and then have the solitude And the embodiment the integration you need to have the combination of the both and if you yeah if you if you've never really sat by yourself and had this solitude embodiment like yeah go go book a night or two away or something like that because you are number one you have to be number one in your life you have to be your number one you have to put yourself first Cause if you if you say you have kids and you have a partner or whatever and you're putting them before you that's that's not going to work in the long term like you need to be the best version of yourself so you can fully support everybody else in your life look at it that way if you are putting other people before you like if you fully want to serve if you fully want to be the best parent you fully want to be the best partner Fucking put yourself first and go out into the world, go have fun, go start a conversation and just listen, listen and learn and watch people. It's just so amazing when you just go out into the world and you just observe, oh, it's so crazy. Just observe everyone. And just on that note, like I feel like we, like majority of us are so worried when we go out like the people are looking at us or like, what are people thinking? People are too fucking narcissistic and too worried about everybody looking at them to literally give a shit about what you're doing. Remember that. That's what I always think back to when I feel like, oh, everyone's looking at me or whatever. Or like, you know, do I look gross or, or whatever? I'm having some like day where I just feel anxious. I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> I'm living in a world of narcissists. Like no one gives a fuck about me. Everyone's just too busy. In their own world caring about themselves and worried about everybody else looking at them <laughs> so go out into the world meet some cool people listen experience sign up do cool stuff if you're already doing too much cool stuff then really just step take a take a backseat for a while and embody those learnings journal meditate on it sit in silence do your thing do your thing so i'm gonna finish it there sorry if there's like noise in the background i've got the cockatoos i've got the bloody chickens the cat was trying to come in before again a different cat this time and i've got the possums running around so there's never really a good time to record anything here but um i'll put some beats over it anyway some heart chakra some heart chakra opening beats for you all as well um so Yes. Sending so much love. Um, stay wild, everyone stay fucking wild. That's why I have tattooed on my leg. Like stay wild. That's like my life motto. I feel I'm like take the crazy option or like take the, take the crazy wild option or like take the normal option. I'm like, no, stay wild always. So stay wild, stay fucking crazy. Don't be dumb. <laughs> Rather be crazy than dumb. Fucking be crazy. Don't be dumb. And Just sending you love, sending you love, sending you fucking good vibes, sending you all of the things. And just remember, you're not alone. There are other people just as weird, wild, wacky, and just fucking downright crazy as you. You're not alone. And good on you for listening to this. Good on you for trying to improve yourself or whatever. It's hard being on earth. So, like, really just good on you for just doing it, for just doing earth, doing life. All right, I will see you in the next one, in episode three. Um, Yes, I'll see you then. Bye.